What you missed on Prime Time with Clarissa Montero on Money FM. I'm Clarissa Montero. Today with us on Chasing Cars is our guest Julian Coe from SG Kamat, an expert on all things cars. Good afternoon, Julian. Hey, Clarissa. Okay, so we just did the review on the Maserati Levante S, and the thing that I've noticed is the luxury yes. monkeys all doing SUVs now. Yes. Is that absolutely. a trend? Um. Absolutely. It's, it's definitely a trend. Um, and Maserati isn't the only one who's doing it right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have other brands. Uh, we have the Alfa Romeo with mm-hmm. the new oh, Stelvio. Really? Yeah. Um, and of course, Lamborghini with mm-hmm. the new Urus. Uh, we even have Jaguar and Bentley doing the Bentega and the F-Pace. Right. So it's no surprise that Maserati has the Levante S right now. It's, it's a trend that's a must, I would say. Okay. But, Why? Um, I mean, if you think about it, it's, you're really getting a lot of car for the amount of money that you're paying. Let's just say, let's just take an example, uh, the Jaguar F-Pace mm-hmm. versus the Jaguar XF, which is uh, basically an executive sedan. Right. The F-Pace, which is a full-size SUV, you're probably paying about 288000 Okay, that's not too much yes. for a car. But the XF, however, on the other hand, with the same 3-litre V6 engine, you're actually paying 303000 Well, that's a big difference. It's, it's quite a big difference. Of course, the XF has higher output. Um, but then again, when I say we are paying a lot more, or rather you're getting a lot more car for a lot less money, is because you get a lot more space. Right. You get a lot more road presence, and it's perfect for the family. Definitely perfect for the family. Okay, there was a time when SUVs really were quite ugly. <laughs> Seriously. Well, well. They were like contractor vans type almost, you know. But that's not the case anymore. The Levante was a gorgeous SUV, and we've also had some of the other new ones, the, the BMW X2, the, yes. the Jaguar yes. E-Pace. I mean, these are all actually very, very pretty yes, SUVs. Absolutely. absolutely. I, I, I just driven, I've just uh, I just came back from New Zealand actually with mm-hmm. um, BMW and I, I drove the X2. It was such a lovely car. Is it? It was such a lovely car. I mean, it looks good. It drives well. Uh, I mean, yeah, looks is very individual. But I mean, you know, but uh, I, I love it. I love the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know because eventually at some point I'm going to be re- reviewing that for our customers who might want to buy it for their kids. <laughs> it's not really customers, our listeners. <laughs> it's not really a kind of car that we think our listeners would be interested in. Yeah. They would probably be looking at the bigger Xs or yes. even the M version of one of oh, the of the eggs. Lovely, yeah. Right? But um, this is something that one of the people I, I interviewed said, oh, my the first car I will buy my daughter when she gets her license is either an X1 or an X2 or a car of that kind from one of the other yes. reputable car makers. Yes. I wish my parents had yeah. been that generous with me, man. <laughs> I think if my, if my dad would I come to me and say, you know what, son, I'm going to get you a car. I'm going to get you a BMW X1. I'll kneel down and I'll start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my father even offered to buy me a bicycle. Are you kidding? <laughs> you get your license, you better start saving yep, money now. Yep. No, but the thing that I've noticed with the, the new SUVs that are coming up, they all look really good. Yes. The specs are actually pretty decent for cars. In fact, very close to yes. some of the car models that the same brands carry. Yes. Um, and drivability, as in... The size, the the specs, the the bells and whistles on board made it very easy to drive. Even though the Levante, for example, mm-hmm. huge mo- monster of a car, right? Yeah. I didn't feel that. I, I think that's that's absolutely uh, normal. I would say. I mean, to be quite honest, it's hard to find 
a, a car today that's mm. really bad. Let's be honest, because technology is advanced, engineering has become really, really, I would say, magical mm-hmm. to that extent. Um, and if you want to have a car that's bad to drive, it's hard to find. Bad, h- hard to find it's a car hard to that's find bad to drive. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to find uh, an SUV, for example, like you were saying, I recently took out another car. Uh, it was an X3. Mm-hmm. The current X3 is a lot bigger than before. It's okay. almost the size of the previous X5. Right. But you don't feel it. You don't feel that big. You don't feel scared when you're on the road. When you're mm. driving, I don't feel like, oh man, I'm going to curb the rims. No. I feel confident when you drive, it shrinks around you. Right. And that's exactly how the Levante S that you tried mm-hmm. it feels as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I only realized how big of a car it was when I got out. Yes. Or well, when I tried <laughs> to get up. Because that's quite high up to get or when you try and park. <laughs> when you try and park. But I'm, even oh. with the parking, with all the, you know, the cam- 360 yeah. cameras yeah. and stuff like that, it became so much easier. Mm. I thought it would take me 15 minutes to parallel park <laughs> that baby. But it didn't. The power of advanced technology. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we are talking to Julian Ko from SG Carmat. Okay, so with SUVs and crossovers being like the big rave, what should a potential buyer be looking for when they're in the various showrooms? If you're in the market looking for an SUV or, or, or a crossover, mm. naturally, I think space would be the number one priority. Right. Um, for me, boot space is important. We're talking about stuff that I can throw everything in. My luggage, my grocery bags. My whatever. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> everything goes there. Um, of course, room for the passengers. Mm. Because it's, it's just exactly what I did. I went through when I got my car. Mm-hmm. The very first thing that came to my mind was, you know what? My parents have to be able to get in with ease. Right. My first choice of car was actually a Land Rover Defender. Which is an amazingly yes, I solid, it. resilient yes. car. It's an iconic car. And it's slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, but I was so willing to spend that kind of money to get the car. Mm. But my parents would have difficulties, for yeah, sure. Yeah, she is a tall car. Yes, and it's so hard to get behind. So I said, you know what, I, although I have space behind, but it's going to be hard and it's not practical. But if you get an SUV, a five-door SUV with proper boot space, mm-hmm. proper leg room, proper headroom, that is the priority when you get the SUV. And if I have kids, I know where... To throw the baby behind. I mean, it's going to be easy. I can I can just put the chair behind, put the baby in, and that's it. Right. Yes, but I can't do it with, say, um, a Lamborghini Huracan, which is a great <laughs> drive. But then everyone else has to take a taxi. Which is exactly why the Lamborghini uh, came out with the Urus. Right. Yeah. And I haven't uh, seen it yet. Have you? Yes, I've seen it. It's so muscular. It's so pretty. Well, you expect Lamborghini to be pretty yes. or handsome or fierce. But I, or I think Lamborghini for, for that kind of car, for that brand, it's completely different. We're talking about pure enthusiast. Mm. They may even, some of the enthusiasts may even say, you know what, it's a blasphemy. How can Lamborghini come up with an SUV when it has always been But they said cars? the same thing when Porsche did it. Exactly. And now the Cayenne exactly. sells so well. Now that's the number one seller. Exactly. Now with the Macan as well. It's, it's, it's good, but it's inevitable. Creating SUVs are now just a must. It's a business case. It's trend. People are going towards that direction. So don't fight the trend. Give them an incredible car within that type of car. If you can't beat them, join Join them. Join them. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so if I was going into a showroom, I have no brand, particular brand in mind. There's got to be five things I'm looking for, other than space and big boot size, and and you know being able to get in and out of the car without needing a ladder. What about engines? What kind of capacity? What kind of performance output are we? What would be a good idea for an SUV? Personally, there is no replacement for displacement. Mm -hmm. The bigger, the better. If you give me a 5-litre V8, I'll take it. Yeah, most of us would. (laughs) (laughs) However, now with turbocharging, force induction in Mm -hmm. play, it's it's okay to drive a 2-litre SUV. I've driven the 2-litre F-Pace. Amazing car. Really? It's still, it's lighter than the 3-litre V6 supercharged. It feels good. And it's definitely suitable for Singapore. Okay. I don't think it's easy to say maybe go at 140 and 50 in Singapore. You're not allowed to anyway. Yeah, so. but even, there's just no space for you to do it. Right. So there the isn't. A two-liter two two SUV is... So cool. there are actually quite a, a few options in that segment. You've even got the VW yes. Tiguan yes. and stuff like that, yes. right? We even have the Hyundai Kona, which is one litre, three-cylinder oh, compact Subaru. SUV. Yes, that too. Yes, and, and, and I, I mean, on the topic of the Hyundai Kona, I love it. You do? I love it so much. It is an SUV that's understated. It's just one litre, three-cylinder. You get good uh, fuel consumption. And it's a car that you can just throw around for an SUV. And for me to say that, it takes a lot because you can't usually throw SUVs around with reckless abandon. You know mm. what I mean? Well, you but can if it was the Subaru Forester. Well, you could. You could. <laughs> and you know, the thing with the latest Forester, I don't know if it's launched in Singapore. I've seen pictures out of the US. Yes. It's actually a very pretty car. The latest version of it is it very is. pretty. It is very pretty. But then again... New cars are always pretty. You know what I mean? It's hard to find cars. I mean, I wouldn't say hard, but you can't... It's not easy to find cars that are, you know... Yeah, well, no. No, there are some out there that really, really have me wondering how drunk the designers were that day. (laughs) (laughs) But... But thankfully, none of the cars that we've just mentioned. Everyone has their day off. So next week, I am going to be reviewing the Audi RS3. Yeah. And the week after that, we're going to be talking about some performance cars. Okay. All right. So until then, it's Julian Ko from SG Karma and Clarissa Montero from Money FM. This was Chasing Cars.